Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. coming in. Good morning. What kind of love is this JC, so I'm potting the mic up. On the manual. Potting the mic down. Turning my mic up. Turning it on. Right? right. Pulling right. this. Remember. Just let me show you all you can. So, I'm turning my mic up. Okay, so I can hear it now, right? If you're ready to talk, I wouldn't tell you ready to talk. Okay, once you turn it on, you're ready. Right. Right. You don't even say nothing, I got no business. I'm on live anyway. <laughs> so I'm about to turn it on. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? If y'all not on JoyNet, go get the JoyNet app right now. My goodness. How y'all doing? Good morning. See y'all coming in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha and we are, I'm trying to make sure this hair right, you know, I don't feel about my hair. Uh, we are the second day live from JoyNet Radio and I am super, 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 super excited. I got a uh, shout out, I'm going to call him the big guy because he's the chief. <laughs> I got to shout out the chief for uh, being here with me another morning in the early, early, early in the morning. It really takes a lot, a lot more than I think people know um, to be able to do this. He does it like a pro. I have all these different cameras and things to set up. So welcome Coffee and Conversations family. We are here and we're at Joyna. Man, y'all don't know what that feels like. I was laughing, thinking about how much 
I am growing professionally. So welcome to Coffee and Conversations. Uh, if you don't have the JoyNet app, you need to get the JoyNet app. Because uh, the really neat thing about this that I love is I'm going to be able to take prayer requests and talk to you guys now. So make sure you get the JoyNet app. Um, go over to the website, joynetradio.com. Get connected. Um, you're going to see some awesome things coming out of JoyNet. JoyNet has a history, a long history, uh, a wealth, a wealthy repertoire. Um, JC has been in the game over 30 years. Man, I'm not going to tell you his age, but he's been in the game over 30 years. So I am gaining a wisdom from him. I'm learning so much about radio and how to impact um, the masses for Christ's sake. That's what this transition was about, impacting the masses for Christ's sake. So if you're live, do me a favor, go share the video right now. Put the video in someone else's hands. And if you're on JoyNet, welcome. Welcome to the JoyNet family. Uh, you can download that app on iOS as well as on Google. So we are we are super great to, grateful to be here. I'm getting ready to put JoyNet up right now. I got a few announcements for you from LMJ Ministries. Do not um, forget. Um, so you guys see I got new tricks right now. There we go. Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha is also. If you're not on Facebook, you're not getting to see all my tricks. Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha is also available um, on various podcast stations. Ladies, next week we we will be in Bible study back um, at the coffee shop. So please make sure that you're tapped in. The book that we're working on is Wholeness uh, by Torre Roberts. I'm really excited about this book and what this book is going to do for us this year. So if you haven't been there and you, you want to be a part of the Bible study, we'll be at Guillermo's Tuesday night, six o'clock. So make sure you get tapped in. And of course, um, for any of you who are starting this new year as an entrepreneur, wanting to make sure that you tap into your gift, I'm available. You can contact me at LakeishaJustBeingLMJ.com. Today's broadcast is brought to you by none other than um, LMJ Ministries. So make sure y'all tap into the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Um, get connected to us, get connected to what we have going on. Uh, Bible study will be live, Paula. We are going to take Bible study live. So you'll have the option to be able to uh, live in, but you have to be in the Coffee and Conversations Bible study group in order for you to be able to see us as we go live um, next Tuesday, six o'clock. And that's Central Standard Time, Central Standard Time. Well, that's all. Of, oh, I forgot one. I, I, we got pillow talk coming up. Don't forget, ladies, if you are in um, in the San Diego area, I mean, in the Los Angeles area, make sure you tap in. We have pillow talk LA coming. Super excited about pillow talk LA. Pillow talk LA um, is about 30 minutes outside of LA. If you've never had the pillow talk experience, you need the pillow talk experience. God just meets us there and does an amazing thing for us. You can register online at Eventbrite. You can send us and ask for more info at info at just being LMJ dot 
Com. All right, let's get started with this devotional. Yesterday, we started talking about the mind of Christ. And I want to pray um, like we always do. I really want to pray for those of you that are being impacted by Kim said, yes, he does meet us at Pillow Talk. Uh, I want, oh, there's a website now for Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk has its own website. That's Pillow Talk with LMJ.com. You can go directly to the website, see past Pillow Talk events and get involved. And we may have a few Pillow Talks coming up, extra Pillow Talks here in Little Rock. I've been getting several requests, but I will let you guys know. I'm putting it in prayer. I'm putting it in prayer. Um, Let's pray. I really want to pray for those impacted by the federal government shutdown. My son came to me yesterday and he says, Mom, I have several friends who have parents in the federal government. And can I tell you something? You may not realize how impacted your kids are by the things that go on with you, but they were sitting in class, like sharing different things that they wanted to pray with each other about. And so Josiah always brings stuff home and he came home and he's like, wow, we need to pray for those I have who are impacted because they're not getting paid right now. And if you didn't have a reserve and we always assume someone has a reserve, then realistically you're in a situation where you may not have income coming in your house. So we always got to be mindful of those that do not, that are impacted by the federal government. Um, I saw an um, article that came up yesterday that's saying domestic violence shelters may have to close. I don't know if you understand what that means, but that means anybody that's in needed to be in a domestic violence shelter for a safe place, they no longer are gonna have a safe place. So we are gonna stand in the gap for them today and just believing God for a miracle and believing God for um, their peace. So let's get ready to pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for starting us on our way. We thank you for the activities of our limb, for you clothing us in our right mind, Father God, for just a fresh anointing, Father God, an anointing that destroys the yokes, a bondage of sickness and disease, Father God, a fresh flow on us this morning, Father God, flowing on us, Lord God, reviving us, revitalizing us, Lord God, and waking us up, Father God, waking us up just to you. Lord, we just want to bless your name this morning. We want to magnify you, want to glorify you. Father God, we come and stand in the gap for those of our family members, our friends, those that we may not even know that are impacted by this federal government shutdown, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, as we intercede for them, that they will stay encouraged, Lord God, that they will stay full of hope, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they are provided for, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against them during this season shall prosper, that there will be no lack in their lives, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, for where the devourer has tried to come in, you will do the rebuking, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for those of them that are in covenant with you, Lord God, that they will see the manifestation of their seed, seed time and harvest, even in this season in their life. Now, Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus over our president, over every politician, Lord God, over every congressperson, Father God, that they would be sensitive to the needs of the people, Father God, and every spirit of contention, lewdness, crudeness, and division that's on that house, Father God, on the White House, Father God, that's on Congress. We cast it back to the gates of hell from which it came. We speak peace to their minds, speaks to their spirit, 
peace, Father God, in every area of their lives, Lord God, that they will think, Father God, not only of themselves, but think to do what's good for the people, Father God, what's good for the people. We thank you, Holy Ghost, for moving in. We thank you, ministering angels, for going before us. We thank you that the laborers in the field, Father God, that they will have an encounter with someone that just will compel them and move them to do what's right for the people. We plead the blood of Jesus today over coffee and conversations. We thank you, Father God, for your word going forth. We thank you, Holy Ghost, for all that you do. We thank you, Holy Ghost, for all that you do. Now, Holy Ghost, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, man, the power of prayer, the power of the Holy Ghost, the the power of intercession, the power of standing in the gap, the power of connecting, the power of getting outside yourself and thinking about someone else. It is such a power to intercession. It's such a power to intervening and getting in the gap for someone else. I promise you, even when you are in your worst situation, if you'll stand in the gap and begin to intercede and pray for someone else, there is, I just have seen God meet me at that place. I have seen God do something so significant for me because I got out of myself and started thinking about someone else. Imagine if we all got in position and began to pray, not complain, about our leaders and pray about the changes we want to see in our cities and pray about our family members instead of complaining about our family members and really got in the gap and pray for, for the Lord. He's, he's, he's already promised us if we would submit or give things to us, then that's when he becomes the intervening variable. So I just want to encourage you instead of complaining and opening your mouth um, instead of being petty Put yourself in the position and whatever it is you stand in need of or whatever is going around you that doesn't line up with the word of God, that doesn't line up with the kingdom, that you put yourself in the position and you begin to pray. You begin to command your day. You begin to shift the atmosphere. If you are a woman who uh, I always say women are the managers of their home. If you're a woman, rise early and just begin to pray in your house and declare over your house. I promise you, you'll shift the atmosphere of your house. You'll set the tone for your babies going to school. Um, you'll open up the door uh, for communion, a greater communion between your you and your husband. If you'll just set the day and the atmosphere in prayer, it's just something about prayer instead of complaining that changes everything. So, so shift yourself into prayer. No pettiness. I was being petty a little bit yesterday evening and I had to catch myself and watch to where I was off focus. My focus was something on something else. When I shifted my focus right back, my pettiness went away. So we started this series. We started in Philippians and we're still going to go back there. But I love when the direction of the Holy Spirit moves in. Yesterday, we started talking about the mind of Christ and uh, we started with Matthew 4 and 17, where Jesus said from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours and pray the Lord that if possible, the intention of your heart may be forgiven you. And I told you yesterday, I said the mind of Christ 
is actually the heart of God. The mind of Christ is the heart of God. And so when we operate in the mind of Christ, then we're beginning to operate with the heart of God. Why? Because we're going to do the things, right? We're going to do the things that we see our father do. We're not going to live life just our own way. We're going to begin to shift things into perspective using the word, using the word as the baseline measurement for absolutely everything we do. So Romans 12 and 2 says, do not, do not, do not, do not, do not, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to just please myself anymore. I'm beyond the place, the position in life in which I'm going to please LMJ. I'm in the position in life where I just want to please our father. I was telling him this morning, I just, just show me your glory. I want to let your glory manifest in my life. Let your glory be gotten out of my life. Every time someone encounters me, Lord God, let them encounter encounter your glory. Let them encounter you. And so if we're going to be what we need to be, if kingdom is going to connect, if everyone is going to be in the position, then we can't be conformed to the pattern of this world. And I will tell you, I call, I call it stinking thinking. I will tell you, you will not realize areas and places in your life in which you have been conformed because our natural man operates so naturally that we don't even realize we've conformed in areas. Uh, we're doubtful. We're fearful. We're worried. We're consumed. We're stressed out. None of the things that God has desired us, but if the world or the natural pattern of this world has taught us, that's how we live. We're supposed to live. If it's taught us that's what it's supposed to look like, then we'll allow our natural or our normal to be what leads us. And so he's clear. He's like, look, don't conform to the pattern of this world. You're going to conform to the pattern of this world. You're going to find yourself in a whole lot of trouble because here's what happens. The world shifts and transitions all the time. The world shifts and transitions all the time. So if the world is shifting and transitioning all the time, you're going to be unstable and you're not going to be in a consistent of anything. So every time the world comes in with a new trend, you're going to enter into a new trend. Every time the world tells you this is what your relationship with God should look like, you're going to shift into this is what your relationship with God should look like. Every that's that's what will happen. Every time, every time the world, if we are shifting to the world, so we don't have time to focus or to have the mind of this world, we have definitely, definitely going to have to put ourselves in a position to shift to the mind of Christ, to shift to the mind of Christ so that we can be prepared and be ready, be pre prepared and be ready, right? for what we're supposed to do. And that's living kingdom, prepared and ready. That's what, so we're going to have the mind of Christ realizing, asking yourself, and I told you the other day, if it doesn't line up with kingdom, if it doesn't look like kingdom, then it shouldn't be available or in our life. So having the mind of Christ is possible. We went to first Corinthians second, and I told you 
First of all, the mind of Christ is understanding God's plan, right? Christ came to restore us to creation, restore us to original splendor, to restore us to salvation, to seek and save what was lost, like in Luke 19 and 10, to give us a perspective of humility and obedience and compassion. If you're not walking in humility, if you're not walking in obedience and you're not walking in compassion, then you're not walking in the mind of Christ. I told you guys I had to make a major decision. I would not have been able to make this major decision had I not had the mind of Christ. I would not have been able to discern whether or not this voice that I heard so audibly was what it was if I had not had the mind of Christ, if I had not been spending time in my word. So yesterday we learned that the mind of Christ is sharp. I'm not going to go back over that. That's first Corinthians two, five and six. And today I titled the devotional simplify the mind of Christ part two. And the reason that I said today we needed to simplify is because we've overcomplicated God. We've overcomplicated God. We've overcomplicated this process. We've overcomplicated our relationship. We've read more into it. We've thought that it's supposed to be about our acts. And God is simply saying to us, no, I just need you to be simple. I need you to simplify this. I need you to not be wise in your own eyes. And so my second part of this is the mind of Christ is wise. The mind of Christ is wise. So yesterday, the mind of Christ is sharp. Today, the mind of Christ is wise. If you are operating with the mind of Christ, then you're going to have a wisdom that only comes from above. Uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and 7 says, no, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time. You were already destined to operate in God's wisdom right? You were already de destined to operate in God with God's wisdom. So if you're lacking wisdom for a thing, then you're not operating in the mind of Christ. If you're making foolish, brash, rash decisions, then you're not operating in the mind of Christ because the mind of Christ is going to come with wisdom. The mind of Christ is going to be pure, lovely, and of good report. The mind of Christ isn't going to make decisions that operate outside of kingdom. The mind of Christ is going to consult and say, okay, you know, I have a decision to make. And then the mind of Christ is going to say, what does this word tell me? What does this word tell me about what I should do next? Because worldly wisdom will confuse you. I don't, I, I've seen it. Worldly wisdom will confuse you. Worldly wisdom will have you on a worldly path. It'll have you in a, on a worldly path. It'll give you a worldly view. And so the mind of Christ, the wisdom that we need is here. So even in my business, you guys, we, we have been talking about business. If I'm starting a business, what does this word say about business? What does word say about my character? You can go to Proverbs and it talks to you about dishonest scales, not having dishonest scales, not being dishonest in your business. Whatever you need is right here. So the mind of Christ is wisdom. And if anyone who lacks wisdom, if you lack wisdom, if you're missing wisdom, ask for it. 
There's a reason Solomon, man, I know the Holy Spirit was talking to Solomon. I know the Holy Spirit was talking. When he asked him, the Lord was like, what, what shall I give you? He's like, give me wisdom. He knew if he had wisdom, man, he would have everything else. I pray daily, Lord, do not make me wise in my own eyes, but let me be wise in you. Let me be wise in you. Let me be wise in my words. Let me be wise in my thinking. So if you're lacking wisdom, then you need, it's already been predestined for you. Stop. I mean, and it's, it's a no brainer. Simplify. Stop overthinking. Sometimes we overthink relationships, overthink situations and ask for the wisdom. If your finances are jacked up, <laughs> go to the word and get the wisdom for your finances. What is the word saying to you? What is the word said to me about my finances? Well, Luke 6 and 38, given it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shake it together, run it over. Shall men and women give it into your bosom? So if you're not giving, that could potentially be a problem in your finances. Malachi tells us to uh, bring your tithes to the storehouse, right? So there always be meat in your house. If you're not tithing, the wisdom could be that's your problem. If you're withholding the tithe, if you're withholding the seed, if you're not giving alms, which is to the poor, that could be some of the gaps in your finances. There's a wisdom. If you're having difficulty in your relationships, right? You having problems in your relationships, then get wisdom from the word and stop operating in your puffed up self. Stop operating in your puffed up self. self. Stop handling relationships how you've always handled relationships because evidently how you've been handling those relationships is ineffective. It isn't working. Um, and, it, and it's ending in the same result. If you continue to do the same thing again and again, that's called insanity. That's called insanity, doing the same thing again and again, expecting a different result. Unless the Lord has told you to go back and tap that rock, rock Moses, don't go back and tap that rock. If the Lord has told that, don't go back and tap that rock. There is a wisdom for absolutely everything. There is a wisdom for your finances, a wisdom for your relationship, a wisdom for your businesses. Everything that you need is in this world. And I'm not saying someone else can't give you perspective. You definitely need your pastors, your teachers, your leaders, your mentors. Um, I always say those are the people that bear witness in your life. Those are the people that help coach you out of bad situations. Those are the people that are your cheerleaders. Those are the people that may have wisdom for something that you do not. You need to be able to tap into other people, but you also need to be able to tap into other people that are like-minded. And I told you that yesterday, I'm not talking about like-minded according to your bad thoughts. I'm not talking about like-minded. As a matter of fact, if you're continuously hanging around people who are like-minded, people who are already like you, then you need to switch the game up and find you a whole new set of friends. You need to switch the game up and find you a whole new set of friends. If you're trying to grow, if you're trying to develop, you cannot keep holding steadfast in those same broken places, in those same broken relationships. You've got to choose to come out of unhealthy relationships, especially if you're already toxic. Sick people only make other sick people. I mean, I'm telling you, sick people, anytime we've been in my house that one of my kids have had um, strep throat and we've been sick in a long time. But I remember before I understood healing and taking authority, one of my kids would have strep throat in a minute. All of them would have strep throat if I didn't isolate that particular kid. So the wisdom that we need 
is the mind of Christ is wise. And you got to tap into that. And you got to know, don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't be wise in your own eyes. If you've been doing something over and over again, and it has not been working, then you got to switch the game up. You got to switch the game up. You got to put this thing into a different perspective so that you can see a different result. And I think I taught last week and told you without a doubt, that's putting God in the center. That's putting God in the center. That's putting God in the middle, middle of it. And if we're going to have the mind of Christ, if we're going to simplify this thing and be wise, then that's putting God in the center of our decisions, God in the center of our relationships, God connected to absolutely everything we're going to do. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that the only way we're going to be able to do that is that we spend more time with him and spend time in the word. If you're in a deficit, then the way that you're going to be able to come out of that deficit, and I'm talking about spiritually, mentally, and physically is in the word. God is even going to give you perspective about weight loss. He'll give you a wisdom for weight loss. Uh, if you are not following me on Instagram or Facebook. I can't accept any more Facebook friends, but if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see some parts of my weight loss journey. I was at 265 pounds, went from 265 pounds to the weight that I am now. And actually I prayed and the Lord gave me a strategy for what works for me and what works for my body. And I wouldn't have been able to receive that had I not been tuned into the voice of the Lord. The more time that you spend with God, the more you're going to know his voice, the more you're going to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk about that. And the more wise you'll become, you won't make brash, rash, bad decisions that yield a result later. And then you're trying to beg God to help you clean up your mess. Well, that's it. We're just out of about out of time for today. Um, thank y'all. Thank y'all for sitting in. Thank y'all for um, your patience as I'm learning the new system at the radio station. Don't forget, get connected, get connected. Go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Go to JoyNet Radio. I need you on JoyNet Radio. I need you grabbing that app as much as you possibly can. And you know, if I start, I'm telling you this for a reason, because there's always a shift for things that come. So make sure without a doubt that you get the app and get connected through the app. You can still listen to me on the app. And of course, later on, we're on podcast. Man, I love y'all so much. Uh, oh, somebody said they need the weight loss prayer. It wasn't a prayer that I prayed. It's just I asked God for wisdom. It wasn't a prayer. It wasn't a prayer that I prayed. I just asked God for the wisdom. And I asked the Holy Spirit to help me control the things that I was eating. And then I began to look in the word at what God said about gluttony or overindulging myself or putting, putting the wrong things in my body where spirit we're soul and we're body. And so if you're not taking this physical temple, taking care of this physical temple, how is it going to sustain you? Donnie McKenna, you know, you know how to make me smile always. Um, how is it going? You, how is it going to sustain you on the journey? How is it going to sustain you on the journey if you're not taking care of your physical temple? And we have very bad habits of putting whatever in our mouth and then um, frustrated, disgusted and upset because our physical temple can't sustain us. Uh, your spirit, man, will take off. 
If your physical temple isn't in position, man, I promise you, it'll all kind of fall apart. So you got to pray and ask the Holy Ghost for the wisdom for your body of what to eat, what to drink, making sure you get plenty of water and all of those different things uh, to sustain you. Well, you know what I'm about to say? I love you so, so much. I love you more than you know. I love you more than you know. Um, do me a favor and go be loved today. We'll see you guys back here right in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. And for all of you that are struggling, I'm going to tell you something my grandmother used to say. That's chin up, right? Faith out. Peace. Hi, this is JC Love. You're listening to JoyNet Radio. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.